This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this woman crush Wednesday, Cordell Woodland here for the Bobster. I'll be here tomorrow for Bob as well. Still with Vinny Serrato, quick draw McGraw. He's behind the glass getting this 11 o'clock hour started the right way. Joining us now via the WGK Law Guest Hotline, we got Brian Wacker from the Baltimore Sun. He covers the Baltimore Ravens. What's going on, Brian? It's almost as if I saw you less than 24 hours ago, Cordell. <laughs> you know, we thought once the season ended, we, you know, just take some time away from each other. But the Ravens, they just won't go away. They, Whether they're playing games or uh, having pressers for whatever reason, we continue to see each other. We saw each other again yesterday at Zach Orr's introductory press conference, which, of course, is, is big for this team. You know, Mike McDonald taking the Seattle Seahawks uh, head coaching job. Uh, we we also saw uh, Anthony Weaver take the defensive coordinator job out in Miami. Uh, we saw uh, Denar Wilson take the defensive coordinator job in Tennessee. A lot of people leaving the building. How would that change things for Zach Orr and whoever he adds to this staff? Well, it certainly makes his job, you know, that much more difficult. I mean, it's one thing having to step in and take over. Uh, what was a historic defense, mm-hmm. you know, first one that led the NFL in, in sacks, takeaways, and points per game uh, in the same season, among other, you know, many, many other metrics. So um, the challenge, I think, is, you know, first and foremost, the, as he spoke about yesterday with us, he said, look, we, I've got to fill out this staff. You know, uh, they reportedly have hired a, a defensive backs coach, uh, Doug Mallory, out of Michigan to apparently replace uh, Denard Wilson as, as defensive backs coach, but there's, you know, they still have to replace Anthony Weaver. There are other coaches that have been sort of targeted or talked to. So he's got his hands full. And of course there's more than 20 free agents uh, that the Ravens will have this off season. And a lot of those guys were major contributors on defense. You look at their outside linebackers, Jadavian Clowney and Kyle Van Noy uh, you look at some of the cornerback positions, guys like Ronald Darby and Arthur Millette. So there is a lot of work uh, for Zach to do, but, you know, he brings energy. Uh, we saw it yesterday in his mm-hmm. press conference, just an excitable 
dude, really, and uh, brings a lot of, uh, you know, that player's mentality to coaching. So we'll have to see how this plays out. How shocked were you that Harbs or somebody wasn't there to introduce him to start the press conference? You know, I think maybe that was a test by John to just kind of throw him out there and see how he handles it. And uh, look, he's a personable guy. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned, he's got a lot of energy. And and, uh, and I think John, you know, is busy probably trying to, to fill out the rest of the staff as well. I think he's been holed up in his office and, and working at, uh, you know, trying to retain some of these coaches, trying to fill some spots, trying to figure out. Uh, the best path forward. We know we talked to Lamar Jackson since the season ended and they talked about the future. Uh, and I'm sure he's spoken with a number of other coaches sort of laying the groundwork uh, for the path ahead after what was obviously a difficult ending to what was otherwise a really pretty terrific season, but sort of, you know, a lot of fans are left for the sour taste after the way they played against the chiefs. We're talking to Brian Wacker, who joins us via the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Is Benny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. And, Brian, like you mentioned, they've got quite a few free agents on this team this year, and none bigger than Justin Matabike, who had a career year uh, this year. All signs are pointing to him being franchise tag, but who knows how this thing goes. When you look at Matabike and his career to this point and the season that he had, what what should the Ravens expect from him going forward? Look, I don't. It's tough to be an every year double digit sack guy in general, but especially as an interior pass rusher. Yeah, I I think you know one of the reasons why he's or the big reason he's going to make a lot of money, whether it's here in Baltimore or ultimately somewhere else, is because what he was able to do this season is so rare. You, it is very hard to find those guys who are disruptive, pass rushing game changers along that interior defensive line. You mentioned, um, you know, the season he had, of course, 13 sacks, led all the uh, interior linemen in the NFL. You know, to expect him to do that again, I think is a lot to ask, particularly when you're, you know, probably not going to have some of those guys alongside him back on defense this year, uh, as well as a, a coordinator change with Zach or nothing against Zach, but it's just, you know, it's it's a change, and there's going to be an adjustment uh, period. And, and uh, I, look, I'm sure he'll slot in well. But um, you know, to expect, I think Matt BK to have another season like that um, is probably a lot to ask. But you know, if he wants that big money, he's going to have to you know come close to to those sorts of numbers and impact. We certainly seen that he's capable of doing it. And this guy, you know, seems like a guy to me, who's ready to break out and ready to, to really be a, you know, one of the top probably one or two or three guys in the league in that position for a number of years, you know, uh, whether the Ravens, uh, I, I agree that I think they'll franchise tag him, whether they can work out a long-term deal or not remains to be seen. He's a guy who certainly sounds like he wants to get paid uh, deservedly. So whether that's here in Baltimore, you know, who knows, because there's still a lot up in the air, but if they were to franchise tag him, it would cost about 21 million for this next season, but they certainly can't afford to lose both him and Patrick queen and the inside linebacker. So uh, it seems to me, the logic would be that they would franchise at a BK, which would give them sort of a, an all pro player at every position between uh, or at every level rather between himself, Roquan Smith, and the safety Kyle Hamilton on the back end. So to me, that seems like the logical move, and that also buys Eric DaCosta some time to potentially work out that longer-term deal that they hadn't been able to work out previously.
Brian, what do you think uh, the Ravens will do, and what would you do with Ronnie Stanley? Boy, I think, uh, you know, he's awfully expensive. I think, you know, given the way he's played this year, and look, certainly injuries were a big part of that, but that's got to be part of the discussion Mm -hmm. at this point in his career. I mean, he's a guy I believe will turn 30 years old here soon and uh, has had a lot of injuries and and really struggled this season at times. Um, Look, he's a fierce competitor, but um, I think he's, you know, you got to try to rework that deal and try to, maybe create some cap space and, and, uh, and try to give a haircut on that deal. You know, the Ravens are a little cap strapped as usual, just over I think 7 million or so 7.3 million uh, in cap space. Now look, they'll figure a way around that. Of course, you can always restructure deals and so forth, but if I'm Eric DaCosta, I, I'd certainly want to, you know, see if there's some way to rework that deal for, for Ronnie Stanley. Brian, really appreciate your time today, man. I always enjoy seeing you whenever I can. I know it'll be weeks at a time now with, Now that we're full-fledged into the offseason, <laughs> man. But enjoy the offseason as best you can. We'll talk again down the line. Thanks as always, guys. All right. Thank Coming you, up Brian. next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get to the whip around, check in on the Terps who had, man, another heartbreaking loss at home last night in the Big Ten. We'll see what's going on with the Capitals. I would imagine it's kind of the same thing same that's happening the, with the Terps. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we'll check in on those things and all things in the world of sports next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. See you on the fan. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Ovechkin whirls this one over top of the head of Montembeau. Maravari towards the cage. Deflection, try, stop, rebound. Score! Alex Ovechkin! Vinny and Haney back here on the on 105.7 The Fan on this Woman Crush Wednesday. We're going through the whip around. 
right now, seeing what's going on in the world of sports. You just heard that Caps audio there, courtesy of Monumental Sports. Uh, Ovi gets the goal, but the Caps, they end up losing in that game last night, 5-2 uh, to two to the Canadians. Yeah, and the Canadians had a worse record than the Caps, Bob. Uh, it was an ugly game. You know, it's after the All-Star break, and the Caps had no zip. To start the period, they got outshot thirteen to five in the first, down three nothing. Then they came out, outshot them sixteen to four in the second. Had a hell of a second period. They just hit the post. They just couldn't finish. They had a lot of chance. They hit a hit a couple posts and stuff, and it was kind of it was it was ugly. But Strom had a beautiful pass, you know, to Ovi. Ovi had a wide open net. And the Caps are just not good, Cordell. I mean, mm-hmm. they have too many old guys over 30 years old. And they're young guys. They're young draft picks, Cordell. They didn't hit. Yeah. That's that's the problem. And you know what's funny is, is like Portis or Protus, mm-hmm. who they paid, you know, like a month ago. Hadn't gotten a point since. <laughs> McMichael, they paid. Hadn't gotten a goal since. So um, they 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 need a retool of they need some youth, you know, to come in, and they're going to have some higher picks and stuff. Now they just need to hit. Yeah, you know, doesn't matter where they get them, what round they get them in. They just you know, like Puka, who would have thought that he was going to be, you know, all world. Yes, <laughs> you know, and that they need some of those. They need some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, when you're a veteran team and you're not hitting on your draft picks, that's a recipe for disaster. Well, usually. the problem they've got is, I mean, let's face it, you know, they want to stay competitive long enough for Ovi to break Gretzky's record. Mm-hmm. He's 62 away, and he's on pace for 17 goals <laughs> this year. So, you know, are they going to do this for the next four years? Right. We'll see. But, I mean, you know what's sad is, is uh, kind of like Dalvin Cook, Last year, Ovi had like 45 goals. Mm-hmm. This year, he's got 10. It's not hitting the same. It's, it's, it's just it's not the same. I mean, and look, it, Ovi has been great throughout his career. So, you know, regression was overdue, Yes, uh, honestly. So it's just when you see it, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to well, watch. Especially, yeah, I mean, you know what's hard to watch, Cordell, is watch him play defense. <laughs> Back check and those kind of things. Yeah. It's like if I'm playing against the Caps, I want to play when Ovi's out there right. because I know I'll get a lot of freedom. And I love Ovi. That's right. so why I watch the Caps. Right. Yeah, speaking of hard to watch, man, the Terps, they, they were hard Ooh. to watch last night and uh, as they took a heartbreaker at home as they failed to, the, to Rutgers. Down to 10 seconds. Young is double teamed to the far side. Gets it off to Dante Scott. Scott rises, takes the three. It's off the rim. The tip is no good. Ball batted around. Rutgers has got it, and Rutgers wins it 56-53. to 53. That call courtesy of Johnny Holiday, the great Johnny Holiday, right here on 105.7 The Fan. The Terps, they fall 56-53 to 53 to Rutgers. You heard that highlight right there, or the low light, I should say. Dante Scott, he misses the three at the buzzer, kind of a long shot three anyway. Look, every three that the Terps take is the long shot at that point. They were two for 18 from downtown last yeah. night, 11% from three. I mean... It was the, a hard watch. It, Let it me was just, very, very hard Norm, watch. Norm, you watched it, right? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, I mean, I put it on at 6.30 because the Caps are on at 7. And I mean, 
Neither team, I mean, Norm, some of those, they weren't even hitting the rim when they were shooting and stuff. And then it'd be like turnover, 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 throw the ball away, go back and forth, steal. I mean, it was kind of ugly. Then at 7 o'clock, I put that on, and within five minutes, the Caps are down 2 nothing. So I said, well, which is worse? Yeah, I mean, you talked about the Caps not getting much out of their rookies. The Terps aren't getting much out of their freshmen. Uh, Juju Reese, he had a good game last night, 19-12, and had the five turnovers, struggled from the line, and really his free throws could have been the difference in the game. Jameer Young, who's been great all year, Seven. He was only three for seventeen from the field last night. Did finish with sixteen points and twelve uh, rebounds himself as well. Also had five turnovers, just like Juju. But for the Terps, man, I, I, they they don't. I don't know what type of team they are. They can't beat anybody worth mentioning right now. They're struggling at home, which has usually been their calling card. They're usually a tough team to beat out at the Xfinity Center. That hasn't been the case for them this year. It's just looking like them getting to the dance is a long shot at best right now. I don't know if they'll be able to turn it around, um, but I do know when you have the recipe of a team that can't shoot and you're, you're struggling to get the defensive stops when you need them. Yep. It's going to be a struggle for you uh, throughout the rest of the year. Norm, how tough is it for you? You know, because you're used to watching the turn and Haney, Haney be freaking out today. I mean, I texted him last night. He just said that's a bad basketball. He's given mm-hmm. up. You know, but I mean, you, the Terps, and we had Damon on. We'll have him on tomorrow, Cordell. But I mean, we've had him on before, and Haney's like, listen, top 16, you know, is where they're supposed to. That's expe- expected. You know, not what they're having right now. Yeah. I mean, Norb, what do you right. think? Right, and last year was uh, overachieving. Mm-hmm. You know, Willard's first year wasn't even his own guys. You know, right. he got, you know, key pieces like Dante Scott to hang around. Then he starts bringing in his own guys this year, and he's underachieving. Right. So what's the real Kevin Willard? What's the real experience going to be like? Probably somewhere in between, like most things, but I don't know. I mean, you overachieve last year. You win one game in the tournament. This year, they're not even going to make the tournament. Right. Let's just go ahead and say it. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a huge, huge, huge disappointment. And these are his guys right. beyond this year. He doesn't really have anybody. Who knows what's going to happen with Derek Queen? But even if you get him, I mean, you just proved this year with Harris Smith and Kaiser, what's the guarantee that the guy's going to come right in and actually produce for you? Yeah, I think losing Hakeem Hart was a big loss for them. Not that he's, you know, the difference between them making the Final Four or not making the tournament at all, but I just think losing a guy with his size and his uh, ability to handle the ball. You get another ball handled on the field, uh, on the court. He was able to his score and picked up. His shooting got better throughout his career. To lose a guy like him, and I understand they probably had to pick between him and Dante Scott. I, I probably would have gone the other way, but hey, it, it, it went the way it went. Right, you got no three-point shooters right. now. At least Hart right. could shoot the three. Exactly. And that's what Kaiser was supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, basically a top 15 recruiting class looks like a top uh, – you know, 150 right now. I mean, or bottom and 150. Harris Smith, I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. I think he's in his own head. But he had a wide-open look from mm-hmm. three late in the shot clock, and he gave up the, the yeah. ball. Yeah. And they, they called timeout. They said, what are you doing? You know, you got to shoot that ball. 
You've got two people playing with confidence right now, maybe three, and one of their one of those guys. Well, when you're three for seventeen, you're yeah. confident as hell throwing that <laughs> ball up there. <laughs> Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get back to the NFL. We'll be joined by former NFL player and former player at Texas A&M, Demontre Moore. Get his thoughts on the NFL. He played under Kyle Shanahan and guys like Pete Carroll, Dan Campbell, and Tom Dan Coughlin. Uh, it's Dan Campbell uh, here according to his agent okay yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with dan campbell (laughs) i'm gonna go with dan campbell until otherwise but yeah he played under a couple of these guys so we'll get his thoughts on the super bowl see what's going on in the nfl as a whole we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Next here on The Fan. Different sports, different teams, different opinions. There's one place to talk about them, and it's on 105.7 The Fan. Don't go anywhere else. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. It's Woman Crush Wednesday on The Fan. We're playing all your favorite women artists and women bands up until 2 o'clock right here on the fan joining us now via the WGK Law guest hotline. We've got Demontre Moore, former Texas A&M football player, former NFL player as well. And he played for one of these teams in the Super Bowl and played in this same exact matchup in 2019. What's going on, Demontre? Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for having me, guys. Not bad, man. Like I just mentioned, you you were a part of this Chiefs uh, Niners part one matchup in the Super Bowl in 2019. I know you were on that Niners team. What was the vibe like for you guys as you were preparing to go play on the biggest stage in the sport? Ah, man, it's a great question. That vibe was unmatched. Like, (laughs) I hate to be a walking book. No, I don't hate. I actually love being a walking book, a cliche. (laughs) But when they say 
words don't describe it. Words really don't like the electric, the electricity, the the extra energy. You're always juiced up for a game, but there was a little more <laughs> on it. It was a little more icing on the cake because you finally made it. The biggest stage, the biggest goal. Everybody goes out. It's 32 teams at the beginning of the year saying, "Hey, at the end of the year, this is our goal and aspirations." To know that we accomplished that and was there. Oh, we were juiced up, but not only juiced up just to be there, we were juiced up to win. But the difference is, I, be, I think, between this team currently that's about to play this weekend and back in 20, that 2019-2020 team, uh, that they experienced. A lot of that core, uh, the core guys are there right now. Nick Bosa, it was his rookie year. You had Debo Samuel. You had Eric Armstead that was there. Fred Warner, uh, Javon, uh, Dre Greenlaw that was there. A lot of those guys were there and got to experience that as rookies. And so now to go back on this stage, that's what's going to be the difference maker right now. So I know they're excited, but also as much as they're excited about just being there, I know that there's a little extra excitement because there's unfinished business. Like we didn't get to finish it back then. And so for them to actually come back here and it be part two, it's like, watching a movie back in the day the apollo versus uh rocky mm-hmm. uh, you know the lakers versus detroit like this rivalry is about to go down uh, especially when the 49ers win we're going to be waiting for a part three now Demontre, they hadn't won it since 94 i was personnel director at the niners at the time and mike shanahan was the oc you know and that was a that was the last time the Niners won a Super Bowl. So talk to me, and I, I mean, at that time I knew Kyle, but he was probably like ten, you know. So <laughs> talk to me about uh, the type of coach that Kyle is. Uh, coach Kyle Shanahan is one of the best coaches I've had um, over my tenure of playing football. For him, he embodies uh, the best quality that I look for in a coach. When you look at a lot of these guys, it's being a player-oriented coach. And for it, it speaks volumes. Like you said, you worked in the personnel department back when uh, San Fran won, when his dad was uh, the coordinator there. Well, that does a lot for somebody. Growing up, growing up in that type of environment, seeing your dad and the excellency and the level that he played at and got his team to play at, it's the same thing for him, and you know that he's more motivated now than before because he hasn't got he hasn't gotten over that hump. And for him to be one of the most driven coaches that I know, yes, he's player-oriented. Uh, yes, he's cool, calm, and collected. He's about as smooth. I don't know if the fans pay attention to his shoe game on the sideline, <laughs> but we've been paying a lot of attention to Mike McDaniel down in Miami about his shoe game. Well, Kyle Shanahan is that same guy. He came up under that tree. So I cannot speak – highly what they say um they say it in the uh the good church church folks said if i had ten thousand tongues i wouldn't be able to praise you enough he's not god but when you uh think about it in that football world he's up there he he has done a lot um not only as a coach professional level but just as a person kyle is the guy so i think it's his time and there's nobody that's much more deserving than him we're talking to demontre moore who joins us via the wgk law guest hotline is Benny and Haney on 105.7 Defend. DeMontre, what what Niners team is going to show up in this game? I I think for a couple of times this year, really for 
up until that Ravens game on Christmas night. I thought the Niners were the best team in football, and that game changed my mind a little bit. You know, the, the Ravens came out and overpowered them. And, look, I thought the Ravens were the best team in football after that, and they're not even in this game right now. But what Niners team are we going to show up? Is it going to be the one that we saw struggling against the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round, or is it going to be the one that we saw kind of come back and take over that second half against the Detroit Lions? Hey, man, I'm just like you. I'm a fan watching on the outside in. There's no telling which team is going to uh, show up. But I talked to Eric Armstead, Chris Eric, a few guys uh, that are still on the team that were there when I was there. And you can feel the energy and the tenacity and that effort that just them talking through the phone. It's funny because Steve Wilkes came out and – uh, talents his team publicly. Sometimes that can be hit or miss. A uh, majority of the time with great competitors, people that love to compete, it, it is that fuel that lights that fire. But for him to come out and speak on his defense and the, the caliber of play or the level of play that they have, yes, at the beginning they were going and firing on all cylinders where it was no doubt that they looked like the best team in the league. And then, you know, it goes back to that old saying or cliche, any given Sunday, anybody mm-hmm. can get beat. And so they got beat, but not only got beat, but got overpowered. Well, that's a slice of humble pie right there. That is like Ray Lewis, uh, one of y'all greats, always said, during the offseason, sometimes you got to get back to the basics. And I think that butt whooping for them was them getting back to the basics. And on top of that, with Steve Wilkes coming out and publicly challenging his team, I know those guys. I know uh, Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. They aren't the who raw raw guys, but what they are <laughs> – are competitors and anytime that you challenge them they've always rised up to the occasion and when your leaders have that type of mentality Fred Warner Drake Greenlaw those true competitors have that talent for them to make that change if I'm a betting man they're going to come out playing with their hair on fire they have the talent level they have the schematic part of it now once they get that energy and flying and hitting Richard Sherman already said he spoke to a couple other guys they're about to go out there like a pack of crazed dogs and I'm excited to see so if you know this is the last game of the season let's hope that Cinderella doesn't change and she keep on both her glass slippers and if she keeps it on hey this 49ers defense is going to be scary to watch all right, DeMontre, what do you think of, you know, when you watch Chase Young, what do you see? Because, he, you know, they've been on him as of late for kind of being a no-show lately, and, and he hadn't been getting as many reps. What do you see when you watch him? Because I know you're a former pass rush guy. Yes, sir. Um, what do I see when I watch Chase Young play? I see a lot of talent. Um in my opinion, I think he's a more polished version of Clowney where he's at in his career right now. Um, I think he needs to be properly motivated, and I think he needs to be around uh, good people. Look at Clowney and his success uh, that he's had in the league. When you paired him up with um, a tremendous talent like J.J. Watt, uh, Miles Garrett, and those guys within their self, He's been able to revive his career and be productive and give him a lot of uh, one-on-one situations. And I think with Chase Young right now, him being at San Fran, yes, he hasn't showed up and made the plays or the big-name plays or be that guy. But one thing that we're forgetting is we can't hold him to that standard of being that first-round pick for – the Washington Redskins, because guess what? He's going into somebody else's team. Yes, it's a team game, but that is Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa's defensive line. So for him to come in, learn the schematic, learn everybody's personality. Yes, you have that chemistry with Bosa, but you got to also learn that chemistry with other people. And I think it's shown that he's gotten better uh, 
he's gotten better as he's played, but yes, he hasn't shown up in those moments. But this is the biggest stage. The biggest stage is going either, hey, those bright lights either make you look like a deer in a headlight or some of those guys turn into Johnny Cage and become the superstar that they were meant to be. And I think that's what's going to happen. Chris Kasarik, that defensive line coach, like, let's let's stop talking about Chase Young. Let's talk about more so Chris Kasarik and what he has done and his resume. Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner, uh, Nick Bosa, Cliff Abel. All these guys are talented within their own right, but guess what? It also takes a coach to bring that out of you. And when I say that Chris Kasarik, hands down, is by far the best defensive line coach that I have ever had and has brought the best out of me, if there's anybody that can do it, I think he's going to do it. And then on top of that, putting that pressure on them for the Super Bowl, I think this is going to be – his coming out party <laughs> and for not only for this year, but for years to come, like <laughs> that starlight is going to, is going to pop out for him. It, it's shown back to his tenure back at Ohio state when it was him and Nick Bosa. Like he's been a superstar. He just needs the spotlight and he just needs to be comfortable in himself. So we'll see what happens. Demontre, great stuff, man. Really appreciate you making some time for us today. Enjoy the Super Bowl, man. We'll talk again down the line. I guess you're picking yes. the Niners, right? Ah, yes, sir. I'm picking the Niners, <laughs> but it's in it's in, it's in a tight nail box. You, it's hard to bet against Patrick. Mahomes, yes, it is. <laughs> but when you got um, the talent that the Niners have, and then the experience is the best teacher, I think that's where it's going to be the edge. It's the battle of Steve, Steve Wilkes, Steve. You know, Steve Spagnola. Uh, yeah. You had uh, I had Spags when I was there in New York. But the difference is, and I, like I said, I am a walking book of cliches. I'm going to quote my uh, favorite rapper, Lil Wayne: "Experience is the best teacher." That Kansas City def- uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense has been playing lights out and have been able to make the adjustments, but they're also still a young defense and a young defense that is inexperienced in this big game like this. They're going to have to depend on Chris Jones and those other guys, but I think San Fran is going to pull it out. I think it's going to be a shootout, probably thirty. I would say it would be 32 or 28 San Fran to, if I'm a betting man, which I'm not, I would say 24 to 32 or 28 to 17 will be the final score. Got it, DeMontre. Either way, you're taking the Niners to win. We we, we know that. <laughs> Appreciate you, DeMontre, man. Enjoy the game. All right, you too. Enjoy Super yep. Bowl weekend, fellas. Yes, sir. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll take a trip through the fun house with Quick Draw McGraw. See what you guys are talking about on the text line on this Woman Crush Wednesday next here on The Fan. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Cordell Woodland in for the Bobster here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw, McGraw behind the glass. Got some Janet bringing us back in. Had some Whitney earlier. So we're off to a good start, I would say, uh, as we're about to close out the first two hours of the show. Coming up at noon, we get you some news from the Nest. We'll play you some of that audio from Zach Orr's introductory press conference yesterday but first let's take a trip through the fun house quick draws fun house the rudeness tuneness text reader who's the fastest gun alive this side of the chesapeake i like that quick draw 1057 the fan start with this texter here who says ravens absolutely need to keep justin matabike would like to have Clowney back as well, but after the year he just had, 
maybe he sees an opportunity for one last big payday. I I don't think Clowney's about the money anymore. Doesn't uh, Cordell? You probably like talked to him. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like he's about the environment mm-hmm. and being happy. Yeah, because he looked happy. Yeah, I mean he played his ass off. I mean we were just talking about you know Chase Young and losing his you know Chase and his his uh, effort. Clowney had effort mm-hmm. all day. So I I would I would love to have him back. Matabike's going nowhere. Worst case, if they can't get a deal done, he's going to be franchised. Uh, this one here from Steve and Glenn Burney says, Zach Orr is going to uh, lose a lot of players on that defense that made McDonald's system that great. Uh, how can he be judged fairly on that? Well, I, d- I kind of disagree because the core, g- Hamilton's not going anywhere. Roquan's not going anywhere. Matabike's not going anywhere, at least right now. Mm. Mar- Marlon is Pierce still is there. Pierce is back. Travis Pierce. Jones is back. Yeah, I mean, the, the plug-and-play guys like Van Noy and Clowney, let's not forget, didn't the Ravens lead the league in sacks the year before as well? Or at least were top two with Justin Houston and those guys. So it's they've kind of just replace the veteran guys and, the last two years. Right, and, and he may result. get, knock on wood, he may, and we haven't talked about him yet, if he can get a Marcus Williams healthy for the whole mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And Marlon can maybe, you know, what, get play back more to, than, He yeah. played 10 games. Yeah. And to me, Cordell, that's it's just going to keep happening. Maybe, but at least you, you Stevens, you know, you, you've got other guys Stevens, th- yeah. that are, that'll be there. They need to get Darby back, too. Darby would be a, one that I would try to get back to. But that's the problem, having three coordinators out there. All right. Got a resident Penn State fan here. Chris says, uh, after watching Oway in college, uh, his teammate Shaka Tony flashed as well, hmm. even had more sacks than him, ended up being drafted in the sixth round. Uh, Chris goes on to say, definitely rooted for Owe for obvious reasons, but uh, just doesn't seem to be that type of guy. I don't see him being like Judon either, who has success after leaving. Shaka Tony, the commander. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. I just don't think he's natural. That's the only thing I'll say. I don't. I don't think he's a natural rusher. And I think he can play. I don't think it's a situation right, but where I, he, he can't play. He I, doesn't deserve that much money. Yeah, I, I just think. It's a situation he, where he was overdrafted, and yep. when that happens, you have certain stipulations and expectations more so put on you that he's just not meeting right now because that's just not the, the type of player that he is. Before we get to the top of the hour, we're doing giveaways all week here on Vinny and Haney. I got two more tickets today to see the Pixies and Modest Mouse June 14th at Meriwether Post Pavilion. Giving these away courtesy of Live Nation. I'm looking for caller number seven right now. 410-583-1057. You could win two tickets to see the Pixies and Modest Mouse. There you go. Reasons, another reason to call in. Get those tickets. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get you some news from the Nest. Zach Orr, the new Ravens defensive coordinator, he was introduced yesterday. We'll hear what he had to say when he addressed the media next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.